0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Show Me Mo School Facilities podcast, hosted by me, Joshua Peach, and the MSPMA Missouri School Plan Manager Association. And this is one for the history books. I have with me a, uh, a legend. In the facility podcast, edu- facility education podcast world, and he crossed state lines to spend the last two days here in Missouri, Mr. Burke Jones. We've shared a lot of guests, partly because he's got more Missouri school plant managers than he has Kansas school plant managers on his podcast so far, and we'll get into that. Um, but I met Burke, uh, I don't know, four or six months ago, uh, some somewhere he made a post that he was starting a facility podcast. I listened to his first episode and uh, you, you had your cell phone number on your contact information on LinkedIn. And I called you blind and just said, Hey man, you're onto something. Uh, you're going to have the number one podcast in school facilities. And uh, I, th- I'm going to do my best to compete with you. Hey, yeah, Hey, You've got something that I don't have, which is a, a daily job known as being an operations director in a school district in Derby, Kansas. And uh, I'm just honored to have you on this podcast. I appreciate you. Coming out here, coming to this event, I want to talk to you about the event, I want to talk to you about your school, I want to talk to you about your your uh, partner in crime that came with you and drove the three hours. The new guy, we're going to call him, uh, but he does have a name, Keith McIntyre. We're going to get into what in the world was Keith thinking when he left the private sector to do this thing called operations management and education public sector work. So, welcome, guys. Thank you for Thanks. giving me yeah, your time today. You. So, um, so let's let's dig right in. You... Uh, we're in private sector for mm-hmm. quite a while. Engineer,
1: a architect, architect for like twenty six yep. years,
0: and uh, left that and decided, hey, I think I'd like to be a facility director in the schools. And uh, while I'm thinking about it, why don't I do it right around COVID time?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like say I'm going to look for a school facilities job. Right. right, I just saw the job posting. I thought, man, I could, I could do that. Yeah, it sounds fun. So that was October of 2019. And then in March of 2020, yep. you know, I still remember the superintendent called and said the state's shutting down our schools. And it was just like, I mean, it just took your breath away. Yeah. Right. So lived through all of that. Um, we were also in the middle of a hundred and fourteen million dollar bond issue, about halfway through that. So that's wrapped up now. Yeah. COVID's, you know, where it is. And um now I'm just looking forward to focus on. My departments and, and yep. making so, things super super good
0: yeah and and tell me a little bit about derby how many students how many buildings
1: so we have about seven thousand students um nine elementaries two middle schools and one high school yeah about 1.5 million square feet it's a good size um, district yeah it is it's a it's a great size yeah um and it's a great, it's probably the best district in the United States, quite honestly. Yeah. Well. <laughs> hey,
0: I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. I, 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 I just, I've learned not to argue about that stuff. And, um, and I think that the pride of have, being able to say that goes a long way, yeah. right? Because not everybody says that. Um, and that pride allows you to do some really kind of out of the box thinking and some really great things. And doing some things like hiring Keith right and you've been working there for
2: this is the end of week two so yeah just two weeks
0: so you got through the the difficult period of them you know hiding stuff on you and, yeah, yeah I know everything you, yeah hiding, <laughs> hiding your keys so you can't leave the office um but uh, so you're two weeks in two weeks um you were you told me your your career path that got you here why don't you share a little bit of that
2: yeah yeah, um, yeah, I was a quality, basically a quality manager for an aircraft manufacturing company uh, that made private business jets, uh, worked there for 12 years, uh, almost 13, mm-hmm. and uh, did a lot of things, worked in the laboratory, worked in HR, uh, but mostly in the quality side of things is where I spent most of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and uh, I've got three kids um when's 13 years old 10 years old and seven years old and i always ask them like hey what do you want to do you know with your wife after school and everything and one of them wants to be a baker and the other wants to do stuff but i always told them i was like well make sure you do something that you really want to do you know like you're excited about don't settle for yeah just whatever mediocrity yeah yeah and so I wasn't listening to the message I was telling them. Yeah. And then it finally kind of clicked to me and I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not living a good example. So yeah. um cause I really thought to myself, Well, wow, I've been here already 12 years. Uh, is it gonna be easier to try and get away in another 10? You yeah. know, if I stick around longer. So I thought, okay, that now's a good time. If I'm gonna make a change and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm um i really like people I like working with people i don't really care about airplanes yeah. you know they're fine they fly you know it gets from wherever um and i thought okay now's a good time and then i wasn't looking at a lot of places yeah. i just saw this opening and i thought well that looks interesting mm-hmm. you know okay let's give it a shot so i apply and it's like two days later i got a phone call hey let's get you in for an interview mm-hmm. and then that was the next week and then an hour or two after the interview they called me back and like, hey we really like you yeah. and it was just you know uh, another day or two after that i got an offer and yep. it's like serendipitous yeah, yeah yeah let's go yeah now do you live in derby um i i live in the derby school district yeah um but technically so
0: your kids gone. are going to the school yeah that mm-hmm. you are taking care of yep yeah
2: uh, all three of the two kids weeks
0: do. in you got to have that pride of ownership just went
2: Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. The pride was already there. Yeah. Right. Because my yeah. kids go there and yeah. they've had tons of opportunity. Yeah.
0: But now you're responsible for the space that they sleep in and the space that they learn. in. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah they think they're going to see me at school every day. Yeah. And... Well, I'm sure that they're
0: already uh, they're already saying um, my dad can can turn the. Yeah. It's an air off and on. Right. Um, I had a, I got a friend and it's a facility director in a school district and he called me and he's been, been in the business for 30 or so years. And he says, yeah, my grandson went, uh, when he started his school year in the new school, he's in like the second or third grade. He went over when he says, he went over to the principal and he said, Hey, I know some people, if you need anything (laughs) here at the school, you let me know. And I'll go ahead and call my grandpa and he'll come right down and take care of it. That's and absolute. and I and I just started dying laughing because he he the kid's right, right? You know, he's he, grand, grandpa's definitely your father, mother, grandmother, grandfather, if you're working in schools, you don't want your kid or grandkid to be sitting there in an uncomfortable space you don't want any kid to be in a comfortable space but yes. this kid took it to a whole nother level and said i'm <laughs> gonna go to the principal let them know you know yeah. i'm I'm looking out for them yeah maybe to help with uh maybe getting to the front of the lunch line or avoid yeah. some detention or something <laughs> but i always say that there's, there's something it, it, there's something incredibly special if you live in the community that you get to oh, serve yeah. in but to have family and friends that are in that space that pride just goes right through the roof so yep um congratulations did you get to fly on any private jets with your quality assurance yeah i did oh yeah that was kind of cool
2: only once though
0: yeah yeah Yeah. that's never gonna happen for me that's okay i just i fly in the (laughs) back of the coach planes (laughs) and uh you know freight freight jobs if i can you know right. yeah just get around
2: like a can of sardines yes
0: right? absolutely absolutely well it's it's you know flying is great because you can see and get to any place mm-hmm. but when you do it a lot it's something that you just go man i wish yeah uh, as a matter of fact next year i'm I'm working i'm working this year to to do a, a tour in canada where i just drive the, the couple of provinces and do some keynotes and things and, and take my family around with me in like an rv or something And next year what I'd like to do is the country, you know, North America. We get so much great stuff to look to be out yeah. here. Right. I mean, this whole area is just kind of cool, you know, right down in Kansas City Kansas City downtown's gonna have the draft in a couple weeks. Right. just turn the fountains on today. They got all sorts of stuff happening, tons of barbecue, mm-hmm. right? Some great barbecue. Um, so it's 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 good stuff. So so what 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 got you to drive free hours across to another state to come to us for two days. It wasn't to be on this podcast because you didn't know you, <laughs> you didn't know you were going to be on it until about 45 minutes ago.
1: Well, I had to come, you know, meet all the guys that I've had on my podcast. So, um, you know, when I knew Keith was joining us, I yeah. got the I saw the um, information posted about this session, which just you know, today was all about custodial operations. Yeah. And I thought, well, this is a great opportunity for Keith to like get an overview of what's going on and, yeah. and some ideas that we've been talking about. And so, oh, excuse me, it was a great two days. Yeah, um, super great group of guys. Um, learned a ton from other people. Yeah, and so yeah, we're gonna be back at some yeah. point.
0: Yeah, they got a great energy. They uh, do, and I think this certification program, even if it doesn't relate to you you know providing you with any accreditation in your state yeah, still right. worth going through and they've got great programming um and the moderator yesterday was out of this world i mean that guy, that guy knocks it out of the park i mean they, right? they flew him in from someplace that uh most people have funny accents and, um <laughs> but no they're doing some some really cool stuff and uh and glad to have you it's just uh um a lot of fun to to have people that you, know, you and I never met. in person. Yeah, uh, we've talked on the phone and we've been LinkedIn friends forever. Right. Um, but now to put the name to the face, to the to the in-person experience. Um, and let's let's go ahead. Let's let's plug your podcast a little bit. Okay. Like, okay. I, I mean, we, we can, we've got this Kansas, Missouri competitiveness, <laughs> but we, you've you've kind of extended the olive branch because you had a lot of Missouri guests on there. But talk about your podcast because your podcast is awesome. I'm I'm your number one fan. But, I mean, yeah, that's, you are. It's, right. it's hard to it's hard to be a competitor and not and have be the number one fan at the same time. But that's I am. I'm yeah. I, I'm one of your biggest fans of uh, of what you're doing. So you know what is it? Why did you start it? And uh, and what is your what are your thoughts for the future? Now that you're ranked in the yeah, top, now that you're ranked in the top ten percent.
1: Yeah, top yep. ten. Um, so I I was feeling a little bit like I was on an island. And so I'm super curious about what people are doing and how they're doing things and so I thought I could do a podcast. I can yeah. fire up Zoom, record it and so I just started reaching out to people so like half the episodes or about half are other facilities guys like me yeah. and ladies hopefully. Um and then the other half other portion of the podcasts are like what I call trade partners. So it's the roofer that yeah. I you know have a relationship with, paving guy um, contractors. And I I tell them like up front, this is not a 30 minute commercial for your business. Mm-hmm. Like I'll let you plug your business at the end or whatever. But what I want to know is what's important for me to do to do my job. Mm-hmm. So when we talked about paving, he gave us a schedule like you should reseal every on this frequency, you should mill an overlay on this frequency. And mm-hmm. so it's some actionable stuff, I think people can
0: file away. Was it him or was it the roofer that had the uh, bait and tackle shop and wine liquor store? That was and, the
1: paving guy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I learned a lot about paving. I also learned you can, if you're an entrepreneur in paving, you can go do a whole bunch of other really cool stuff. Pigs, yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> an interesting guy. Uh, and, and, and truth be told, you know, I look at a lot of things in a very simplistic idea of manner. And it's like, I just figured just throw a bunch of tar asphalt concrete down and it sits there and it's like, why do you have to have the curve up? what? Because if it settles, it falls off like this. And you're right. potholes, all these things. He was he was a good one. yeah, well, uh, we're all actually they were all good ones. Um, I was glad you got got somebody from up north, a uh, mutual friend, Mr. Keith Watkins yep. a couple of weeks ago doing yep. some awesome stuff in uh, in, uh New Rochelle. Um, so yeah, no, it's it, uh I love that you felt like you were on an island and you did something. Because I think most operations professionals and public k-12 feel that way even when you come here the energy in this right. last two days first of all facilities amazing this miss right. missouri innovation center at lee summit is lights out phenomenal the staff the team everything knocked it out of the park so you come into this place and you just you're amped up already but you mm. put yourself in a room with a hundred like-minded individuals that are looking to learn and better themselves and raise the bar now all of a sudden it's like oh yeah this is great but then you go back to your district And they're not there anymore. Mm -hmm. It's very quick to get back in that island feeling. And so what you've done is you said, all right, I feel like an island. I'm going to get other people that feel like they're on an island. And we're going to be on an island together. I think called this podcast. And so the title of the name of the podcast is.
1: School Facilities and Operations.
0: And you can search for Burke Jones. That's Mm -hmm. B-U-R-K-E Jones, J-O-N-E-S. On any path. You're everywhere?
1: I think pretty much. Okay. I noticed I wasn't on Castbox because somebody would just ask me about it, so I need to make sure I get. Oh man, get on there. You were on there. Did
0: I tell you to get on? Oh, I'm on everything. I'm, I, I, I pepper spray the world. That's why I got That's I. That's my secret. I, I get. I get in your face. I'm like. I'm a bad cold. You can't get rid of it. <laughs> oh, um. No, we'll talk about it. get get on my. Do you have uh my podcast reviews? I think I sent you the
1: subscription. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. if
0: you get on that subscription, you can activate all of yeah. them right there. Yeah. 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 So.
1: Well, you were a big help when I was getting started because you gave me a lot of tips on what to do and. So thank you.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the podcast community is um, it's 3.6 million channels out there. And the, and a lot of them are hobbies, right? Yeah. Uh, less than 10% of them get 10, five, 10 ratings and reviews. I like five-star rating reviews personally. Um, less than 10% get 10 ratings and reviews, which would indicate that they don't have a strong following or they don't have, you know, something they're not keeping up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, you take that as 360,000 or so podcasts. Well, we're all in this thing together to try to try to help people, um, whether it's help them with their facilities, help them with their leadership, help them with the teamwork with with uh, Keith Watkins. You did the uh, you talked about the, the cleaning, uh, the different right. types of cleaning, because you're big on the team cleaning. And we're,
1: yeah, we're moving towards.
0: Yeah. It. And, uh, and it, there's, there's a lot of discussions around the different ways. To, I mean, if you th- you'd say, well, you know, you push the vacuum this way and you push the mop that way and you change the, the towel holders a lot more to it. And then when you extrapolate the space and you go, all right, the average custodian that I have covers X, Y, Z amount of square feet. Mm -hmm. um, If you're lucky in the 20, mid 25,000 or so square foot. But the reality is, especially being short staff, a lot of school districts have custodians that are covering 50, 60, 100,000 square foot in a day. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and you have to adjust what you do and your frequency of doing it, but also keeping the school healthy. So there's just so much to it. Um, That's a full-time job in itself. Um, and yet you then you have to do the operations, the preventive maintenance, the inventory control, the payrolls, the you know, the the dealing with the calling in sick, um, you know, all that fun stuff. So I don't know how you guys get any sleep. I mean, people talk about me not getting sleep and traveling all the time. I'm like, if I had if I had your day job, I would I wouldn't have flying someplace as an excuse. Uh, I'd have a, a load of work doing it. Um it's interesting. You show that you love what you do. Like you seem to be right. What Keith is saying, telling his kids, you know, whatever you do, do what you love. Um, is there a party that wishes you found this sooner? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, I know you got a lot of gas in the tank, but I mean, yeah. I, just every interaction I have with you, even, and you've had some, we've had some interactions right. that were during some challenging times in the last six, eight months mm-hmm. of your career. Um, you've never had this, um, you've always had a positive outlook you've always had a positive feeling I know when you when you brought Keith on board you were like amped up and excited yeah and I I even asked him like so what school did he come from because that's the that's the (laughs) the mindset and the brain you're like oh no he doesn't come from a school I'm like what what do you mean and you're like no but he's going to be awesome and he's going to be great and I know he's going to do a fantastic job and he's right the right fit and I I know that he's going to get along with the team I know he's going to do this and it was like you were just amped up and excited I'm sitting here going Wow, you're short-staffed. You got all these issues, and you're bringing in somebody <laughs> that doesn't have any experience. Good luck, you know? <laughs> you know?
1: And look at here—he is. Yes. He made it two weeks, right? Exactly. Now, you know, I, they,
0: they say they say if you make it two weeks, you make it forever. For yeah, that, that's so. right. And I'll be back.
1: Next year, you, yeah. you know, I think it's the thing. Like when I was, you know, the last year of being an architect, you know, I would start dreading Monday morning on Saturday. Yeah. You know, like my wife would be like, "Why are you so grumpy on Sunday? Every Sunday you're grumpy." Yeah. Yeah. I just. Yeah. You know, you're tired. Not three years in, I haven't had a day that I didn't look forward to coming. Yeah. Even when I knew there was gonna be difficult things, right. Yeah. Difficult staffing issues, difficult projects or whatever. I've been excited to come to work every day. That's, awesome. I mean, that's just super cool. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are the team that I work with, you know, like our director level team and the superintendent are incredible leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, and at my level, like I'm you know, we I know a little bit about everything that happens in the district, mm-hmm. which is you know, super cool. Yeah. I could be sitting there and we're having curriculum discussions. I know nothing about curriculum, right? Right. But we're encouraged to learn and and ask questions. Yeah. So we so if we're asked, at least I have a basic understanding about why did we go with that English yeah. curriculum, you know? So it's just such a very Things that I get to be involved with every day—it's just super cool. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Co- uh, constantly changing—that's the thing that I love about the the job and my my part of being the job is every day is different, mm-hmm. right? Oh, every, yeah. day's, every day's every day is an unknown, mm-hmm. and every day is exciting. Like if you look at it from that perspective, um, and that's that's pretty cool. So, I when uh, you look
1: out, like I created like a ten-year, let's say, capital outlay plan. Yeah, and I'm going, man. There's like some incredible things that. Yeah. I won't even see the completion of, well, you might, I might, I might, but yeah. you know, and I start getting a little disappointed, like there's yeah, a well, lot I still I, want to do. That's <laughs> why I say you
0: might, because you start looking at those <laughs> things. And, and I've, I've talked to a number of facility directors that could retire and, and, you know, reach their max and everything else. And I, you know, and, and, and I think you should work as long as you feel you're relevant and you're making an impact, you should work. Mm-hmm. I think you should. Cause when you stop working, when you got, Nothing. Right. Yeah. Golf fishing, you know, a few other things mm-hmm. uh, that you want it that you say you want to do, and then you realize that you just spent the majority of your life getting a skill or a talent and being an expert at, and you didn't get a chance to play golf or fish, and so you stink at them both. And yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just like so you stay well, what did I do that for? So I always say as long as you feel relevant and as long as you want to see those projects come to completion, mm-hmm. and as long as they want to keep having you back, right, you yeah. keep doing it. So my prediction is. In 10 years, we're going to be sitting down and we're going to be talking about all these projects that we talked about because this is a time capsule, right? Oh, yeah, right. And I can go back and I can say, yeah. when when did Burke tell me that he was saying about this, seeing the completion? I, I got this. This yeah. is done. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this is great. You guys need to get back on the road. This this has got over. You're sitting here. I don't want you to sit in rush hour traffic. I just got a quick drive to the airport and then i let the pilot do the rest. Nice. Um, but I really appreciate
1: this. Um, if somebody wants to be a guest on your podcast or wants to contact you, how do they get a hold of you? So probably the best way is through my LinkedIn profile, or I'll even give you my email address. It's just um B is in boy, J-O-N-E-S at USD260.com. Awesome. Well, I just want to thank all the Missouri guys for, you know, being so welcoming to us and showing us a great time. Oh yeah. It's here in Lee Summit. And yeah. um making us learn yeah
0: no they do it right uh i'm so impressed and and kansas is is kicking it up a notch yeah um you know chris crockett and the and the board over there uh with their organization they're doing some wonderful things and they're growing and they're there's there's a lot of cross-pollination happening yeah there is i love it because uh riding tide uh, rising tide floats all ships so uh i'm excited i'm gonna be going to the kansas conference in in the in the fall and uh Giving a keynote, spending a couple of days with everybody there, and I'm in, in Missouri, soon, so up. yeah, hey, there yeah, you go, yeah, you guys yep. are the, the early the early bird registration. That's set, right. So they <laughs> they know you're coming. That, that, so that's that's probably going to be a good plug for them to be able to say, hey, Burke's coming. Maybe that's, you have the podcast fired up and do what I'm doing that's, here. You know, that's
1: what I'm thinking about.
0: Rip out a bunch of episodes. So. Um, Well, this is great. You guys hit the road. I appreciate you. Thanks for giving me your time. Great to meet you in person. Congratulations to you. I'm I'm, I'm excited to hear about your journey. And I already know this guy's journey. We're going to, like I said, we're going to be raising a glass in 10 years in the completion of all these projects. So um, that'll do it for another episode. Uh, We got one or two more to do before I head out on the road. As all the episodes, if you feel like we deserve a five star rating and review, please give us that on your podcast podcast platform of choice. follow us on LinkedIn uh, once we hit to a critical mass that we need to get that is approved by LinkedIn, we can start doing these live. we can do question and answer we can do all this stuff uh, to really make this engaging and interactive for you but it can can only happen once we get that uh, once you hit that follow button on LinkedIn if we're doing something that doesn't deserve those, give me a call. let me know. send me an email josh at beawesome.com, and that's J-O-S-H at beawesome, B-E-A-U-S-M.com, or give me a call direct anytime. I'll give you my home phone number, 508-238-5711. It's 508-238-5711. In the meantime, until the next episode, thanks for all that you do.